there was a meme I saw the other day, and it was like, COVID. Okay, you guys can go places now. Gas prices. The fuck you can. (laughs) (laughs) Made me laugh hard and then cry. (laughs) It's true. It's insane. It's so bad. It's just... You are the farthest... I drive Mm -hmm. and you are the we are the farthest you drive correct yeah and we're talking like 15 minutes when we say the farthest that's about (laughs) except this morning that took us a solid 30 yeah Mm -hmm. it took us a while Mm -hmm. we we pulled an Angela and we showed up at 905 (laughs) so we set our recording time for nine but I'm consistently 910 yes you are Mm -hmm. and I leave my house at a reasonable no you do not yes I do (laughs) No, you usually, do not. Usually, it's about eight twenty. Okay, wait, wait, wait. But usually, I am, I am ten minutes north of you guys. Okay, but if it's eight twenty eight when you leave, guess what my thought would be? What? Maybe leave at eight eighteen. Okay, and that- then I want you to do. Hold on, let's let's calculate for a second. Do the math for us here. What would that change as far as your arrival time? If you leave 10 oh, minutes earlier. Oh my gosh. I want to punch him in the nose. The answer is blue. <laughs> the train is going 25 miles an hour. Right. <laughs> when it leaves the station. <laughs> the answer is, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I had a lot of extenuating circumstances. What, like what I had to. <laughs> I, like Allie and I left really nice and early, but then I had to go get drop Emma off her music at school because she Forgot but her there's music always the music that's always I know, but then I had you. to go down Josie, so Josie's <laughs> bad, and then I remembered, oh, no. oh I got, I've got to get Spring Valley to Inwood. No one cares if you don't live in Dallas. But yeah, right. Anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> did you know that two years ago, uh, this was our last normal week, and no one knew it. <gasps> Stop. Dun, 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 oh, my week. stomach just flipped. Not that we want to talk about the pandemic, but I saw that, and I was no, like, oh, yeah. you're right, oh because mm-hmm. I remember I went and bought a. Some toilet paper because I don't know why. Because <laughs> I was like, Oh, you were part you of the go problem. Buy some toilet paper. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Wow. I just want like a little. A I little still pack. can't believe that that's what people were most afraid of. Of no. all the things. I know. No. I mean, that's scary. It is kind of scary. But there's ways. There's Liz. ways. Hey, we should stock up now because. Okay, you got a bidet. Not no, everybody I didn't. does. I did not have a bidet during that's that. That's true, you didn't. Oh, no, that's right. You I was were... living in an apartment with a baby. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with apartments and babies. <laughs> but Ben was also working from home. Oh, like the second or third We were on floor. the second floor with a dog. Well, and you our, also had an evil neighbor, Our didn't neighbors you? couldn't tolerate babies or dogs and so they bang <laughs> on our walls it's a dark God. time so toilet paper was the least of my God. so yeah i remember going on spring break and heather and i oh, yeah. heather and i prognosticated you know what i think the boys might be out for a few weeks before everything goes back to normal <laughs> oh <laughs> so cute we were close yeah, yeah, that was all. Yeah, Heather, Heather and I were talking yesterday, the day before, about how COVID's sort of fallen off the radar in the news cycle. Mm-hmm. Now, legitimately, COVID numbers were on a sharp decline before Russia attacked okay. Ukraine, mm-hmm. but now it's like it's hardly even talked about. And you know, there's got to be people out there being like, "See." It was all just uh, a media oh, no, creation I, I, yeah, in the I first know. place. I've had people say that to me. Well, where'd it go now? Uh, now we God. don't need masks. Where's COVID? I'm like, 
I can't even argue with the ignorance. <laughs> COVID war. COVID war. COVID war. We I should mean. talk about war. Okay, so I'll, call, I'll carpool with you guys. Actually, I think this is just so that y'all can ensure I get on time. But then I have to get to it's your a win, house. Win. Are you going to come pick me up? So now you're no. all going to be late. This is what I'm hearing. <laughs> That's possible. Our show officially starts recording at 9.10. <laughs> Let's start recording at 8.50. What do y'all say? Mm, I deal. That. Let's do I that. I love it. Deal. Okay. All right. No deal. All right. Let's start. <laughs> ben was waiting all morning for you to get here, Jordan. <laughs> so he could order you to help him carry this chair upstairs. <laughs> so he could order me. <laughs> he did. He got a new. He did. Well, you know, you know what the brand chair is that he got. What's it called? A Herman Miller. Uh, he got a Herman Miller. <laughs> One of those ergonomic chairs, <laughs> the <laughs> the black mesh thing. One of a kind. It's uh, not one of a no, kind. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> it's mass, mass produced, produced. <laughs> unattractive, the old mass produced, overpriced Herman Miller. <laughs> but he got it used for uh, like mm-hmm. a fifth of the normal price. Yeah. So that's good. And so you got the hand me down. Um, Ben sloppy seconds, if you will, mm-hmm. um, which is a nice sort of. It's a tufted linen, linen swivel, <laughs> rocking <laughs> chair. Chair. Ooh, uh-huh. we're so close. <laughs> well, when he brought it up here, I just assumed you were going to take it because out of all of us, you have the most coddled anus. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan sits on a velvet pillow. I, these chairs are very hard. I like to be comfortable. They're horrible. And I've wanted to get couches for us to sit on mm-hmm. and get really cozy while we're recording. But y'all, for some reason, think, no, let's sit on hardwood chairs. <laughs> okay. inducing chairs. Right? They're awful. I just don't feel like we would, we would be as alert. No, we would get comfy and tired. Mm-hmm. And I need a table for, like... My three waters. But you could get some kind of my a laptop. You could get something that like a, a TV tray. <laughs> I just really don't think we pay attention as well. What's, Today's a well, test because Danielle's all kicked back. I tell you what. <laughs> she looks like she's the producer of the show. I mm. feel like I'm ruler of the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it from you. You're giving off an energy I, of. I can kind of lean. I got. Mm-hmm. I got one leg up on the other, you know, and I like feel your legs crossed. <laughs> no, one's down and one's up. It's making a four, you know. Oh, very manly. Yeah. Very masculine uh, pose. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh, it's making a four. You're posturing <laughs> you like know? a man. Uh-huh. And Jordan, how are you sitting? Like a lady. <laughs> like a lady. <laughs> he has his legs crossed. The queen to my king. <laughs> My sciatic nerve won't allow me to put my leg up and sit like In a, a guy. Four. <laughs> I can put my left leg up on my right leg, but I can't put my right leg up on my left. Otherwise, like oh, it, won't, no. it won't even go down. Oh wow, he's yeah. not kidding. It's, no. it's real painful. He's not limber. It's really it, not my sciatic nerve. It's my uh, yeah. I think yeah. it's yeah. Mm-hmm. The muscles. Wanna, Boy, when those stretching. are tight. Well, those are the muscles I want to get massaged the day I almost got a hand job. <laughs> oh, my oh yikes. That's why. Do you, uh, do you think you'll be able to get a massage anytime I soon? I don't know. What if they're vetted? What if I send you to someone yeah, I go to? If it's somebody that's never given you a hand job, I feel oh like I would be. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and take the bullet and go get a massage today. And just To see. make sure it's safe. Thanks. Uh-huh. You would do that for me? Will the show pay for it? The show pays nothing. Okay. Oh, shit. 
All we have is expenses. There's no income. <laughs> So everybody that's listening right now, if you're enjoying this, just know that <laughs> blood, sweat, and tears mm-hmm. and finances are being poured into this thing. So give us some money and gas. <laughs> or just a Starbucks gift card would be great. Starbucks oh, I gift thought you, card. You didn't like Starbucks. I'll take it. <laughs> or a, a gas card. A maybe. Target. Ooh, a Target gift card. Gas yeah. cards are going to be the new gift cards. We need a P.O. Oh. box so they can mail it to us. We take Venmo. <laughs> yes. We'll get oh a show Venmo. God. Yeah, gas card. I would take a gas card. This is like next level. Gas cards are still a thing. Panhandling. No, she was sa- She said that's going to be the new thing. Gas cards. Oh, yeah. No, no. Not a gift card. Just gas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to have talks with our boys every time we see panhandlers. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always very awkward because... I think our boys feel, well, Jude especially feels very kind of sympathetic and wants mm-hmm. to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's a good thing, and I don't want to discourage that. But on the flip side, like, I've had so many bad experiences mm-hmm. with panhandlers. I know. Or just situations like, I saw a guy actually close to your house years ago who literally would walk back and forth with his, I think it was his right leg, almost turned backwards. Yeah. And then and then I saw him later on further down the road, and he was walking completely <gasps> normally. No! 100%. You are kidding me. No. Like, like double-jointed or something? He just, he just figured out a way to, like, walk with this really awkward, like, but you would look All at it, and you would usual think, suspects. <laughs> now, I will say, when I was probably mid-college years, there was a guy that was down at Northwest Highway, whatever area, and he used to have a sign that said, wouldn't work if you put a gun to my head, need money for beer. And in my mind, I thought, that's the guy I'm going to give my money to. <laughs> oh my God, He's just no. being really honest about it. And I'm like, yeah. you kind of know what you're getting. So, Well, and you hear that money isn't really the best thing to give to them. Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, a lot of people on the streets are addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um didn't work. Sorry. <laughs> I should have been polite with the first one. <laughs> God. Um, but what I've been meaning to do is having like little bags in the car, um, like winter themed and summer themed of things mm-hmm. they would We've need, done like that. water mm-hmm. and yeah. Sammy's school put together bags for us or to Or even hand out. a gift card, like a $5, like mm-hmm. Starbucks or, mm-hmm. or know, McDonald's, McDonald's or, or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just feed them junk food. And I thought as it came out of my mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's hard to know what to do. So when I talk to Jude, because he's the bleeding heart, you know, he wants to get on the right side of the road and wishes he had his piggy bank with him. Oh, I mean, that's what he's told me. Oh, gosh. I tell him I always want him to feel that way. And when Mm -hmm. he gets older, he makes a decision based on what he feels is the right thing to do. That's all mm-hmm. you can do in that situation. But I explained, you know, that some of those people, people who are on the street have a sad story, mm-hmm. you know, and it's sad no matter what, but that there are addiction. I mean, he knows what drugs and alcohol yeah. are. So we talked about that a little bit and, you know, healthy ways that we can help them. But, you know, Sammy's just more like, He's too close to my car and he's scaring me, you know? (laughs) And Jude's like, where's my piggy bank? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, anyway. We're going to try to beat that sort of compassion out of him. Jordan. (laughs) Why do you talk sometimes? (laughs) No. Just don't talk. Just trying to fill time. Speaking of kids. What? (laughs) I just lobbed your transition. (laughs) It was a lob. Go ahead. 
Thinking of kids and restaurants. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I was telling the girls. Y'all might want a refund on that master class Jordan said he was going to teach you. <laughs> no. Well, I, I was ready to deliver a better transition, but um, anyway. Well, and we didn't really. It's in, the no, it's in the notes, but we didn't really explain it to anybody. So I could see how you're like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Kids? Restaurants? What? You want to take it? Yeah. So... <laughs> The city that we live in, not Danielle's city, Danielle's Dallas. Oh, <laughs> We're man. Carrollton. We've got a bunch of no good garbage restaurants in Carrollton. And it infuriates mm. me that we can't get anything good. Yeah. Carrollton just can't get it together. At least our side of Carrollton. <laughs> Heather, Heather's idea of us getting it together, though, is getting a Chipotle. <laughs> That's what she really she oh, thinks. No. She thinks that if we had a Chipotle, it would push Carrollton over to the next level. Now, it I told her the other day. That I said, I think there's one over by my friend John's house. And she's like, that's not Carrollton. I said, I think it is. She goes, well, I don't think it is. I said, yeah, but it doesn't matter what you think it is. <laughs> it is either Carrollton or it's not Carrollton. And she was real hung up on her feelings about the matter. As it turns out, it's in Carrollton. Oh. <laughs> so okay. Here's the deal, though. For people who don't live here, just real quick. Let yeah. Me, let me, let yes. me take a sidebar here. We like to stay within a five mile radius mm-hmm. yes everybody who lives in the dallas area jordan okay women do mm-hmm. we really like like it's it's a lot to travel mm-hmm. even within your city correct if it's more than five miles it's kind of like yeah. well and we like live, pack a lunch far like we grew up in this city carrollton that nobody's heard of we grew up there <laughs> and there's like the old like um original Carrollton. <laughs> and the borders have stretched over time, I think. No. No, 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 she no. Feels no. This. Do, you, do you feel like no. they've stretched over the time? The borders yeah. haven't stretched. It's just been developed. Okay, so it's the borders developed. haven't moved. <laughs> oh She's like, God. well, no, remember we launched the invasion yeah. of Louisville. <laughs> and so we had the hostile takeover of the southern regions of Louisville. Uh-huh. And they, they stood a good fight. <laughs> the I mean, Trinity River acquisition. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> The hell is going on over here? <laughs> Borders stretch. Well, when we grew up here, it was a lot happens. of farmland. Yeah. And so everywhere we drove felt really far. So there we was are in old, original stomping grounds of Carrollton. And we have garbage here. <laughs> it's a little Not garbage. Not good restaurants. If we could get a Chipotle, it would push us over the edge. Either way, but we this got is a Chipotle, way is what I'm saying. <laughs> But that's too far, Carrollton. She just wants in her radius. Want- that's the Louisville annex. Yes. I think is what we're yes. talking about. Okay. I want yes. OG Carrollton. Okay. Good stuff. Got it. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> yes. No. Apparently. Well, I mean, it'd be nice to have those things. You're right. Anyway, so we saw this cute little diner and we'd seen it for like a month or two. And I was like, we should try that. Carrollton finally got something that looks cool. Come to find out. Um, <laughs> there's a weird city division that's dallas not carrollton <laughs> even though that actually feels like carrollton <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> is it on trinity mills no no we can't okay. break down streets right now anyway <laughs> okay. so we take the family to this restaurant a couple weeks ago on a sunday morning and it i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this i always hesitate to say anything about race in any kind of way but it is run by an asian family and that felt like immediately like, oh, my gosh, I love this place because it's mm-hmm. a connection for our boys, you know, who are both Korean. And the more that they can have experiences around other Asian yeah. families is a good thing. So yeah. um, and you could see the woman that owned the shop 
immediately her face lit up when she saw us and the boys and she was super friendly. Come to find out they own a restaurant down in Oak Cliff, which is a very popular mm-hmm. city here. Um, and they've had that restaurant for like 20 <laughs> plus years. Oak Cliff, people know Oak Cliff. It's hip. Yeah. It's popular. Mm-hmm. Shut up, it's not Carrollton. That's true. Okay. That's for damn sure. <laughs> so they own another rest, the same restaurant, but they have one out there they've had for 20 plus years and they just opened this one. And she was super friendly, so nice to the boys. And then we get a waitress that comes over who is super funky. She has purple hair and like cool tattoos. And, and her hair is up in a, a like a handkerchief, not a handkerchief, a oh, bandana. Yeah. She had like a bandana yeah. tied up. Yeah, so cute. Yeah, it's like, yeah, she just had a funky thing about her. Yeah, She's, she was fun. And she saw that our oldest, Sam, had on a Nintendo shirt. And she, and she had kind of heard us talking and stuff before this. So... You know, she, I think, understood that Sammy had some special needs um, and she went out of her way to engage with him. And she's like, I love Nintendo. I love Mario. And then Sammy just took off. Whoops, hit my mic in conversation. And she went on and on with him. She does cosplay. And he, you know, his face, he sat up really straight in his chair. He got (laughs) real excited and just started rambling off a bunch of stuff. Half she understood, half she might not have. But she, what she understood, she took those things and continued the conversation. She was making something for a cosplay convention and he wanted to see it. So she goes to the back and gets her phone, comes back and scrolls through and shows him pictures and it was just like I wanted to cry Aww. into my breakfast because it just gross. It doesn't <laughs> take a whole lot mm-hmm. to show kindness. No. But you'd be surprised how many people don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so to walk into a place where the whole experience was just comfortable from beginning to end because the lady who owned the place and this waitress just went out of their way to be kind and have conversation. And I mean, and she was engaging. It's not like he kept dragging her down into conversation. She was um, instigating it and stuff. So anyway, we went back just this past weekend and another waiter had come in to try to take care of us. And I saw her kind of like tap the shoulder and be like, I'll do it. These, These are my people. Oh my god. Oh, y'all gonna be regulars now. Oh, you're regulars. <laughs> yeah, it was really she's like, I'm so glad you're back. Um and talked PS4 and stuff with Sammy. But anyway, it was just it doesn't like there's not <laughs> I'm not trying to take it heavy, but with special needs and an, a child who's older with special needs, younger kids tend to get a little bit more grace and acceptance because, you know, they're cute or whatever. Mm-hmm. Once they get older, people get more awkward and uncomfortable and less kind. And so there's fewer places where I feel like we could go as a family where I feel like it's a safe space. Mm-hmm. And so even though it's not Carrollton. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels Aww. like it could. We Carrollton. found a safe space, another safe space for our family. And it was just awesome. So way to go, Tops Cafe. Yeah. The Tops only thing Cafe. that would make it better is if it was therapy pet friendly. Yes. And, and Sammy could bring his cat Bubbles with oh. him. Oh my gosh. Have stop. you asked? They probably can bring <laughs> well, a cat no. in a restaurant. I wouldn't really want the it cat It takes a, a lot of licensing to be able to bring animals. Is that true? Yes. I, thought, I would imagine. I the whole therapy pet thing, like they couldn't. Inside restaurants. Yeah, restaurants. It's very like hard. That's why a lot of 
breweries are pet friendly and so they like do not serve food so that you can bring your dogs into breweries and then they'll have food trucks outside okay you know a lot that makes sense just don't bring Uh, just don't bring a drinker (laughs) (laughs) you know pre pregnancy pre pregnancy of of course of course of course yeah but cats are different you don't travel with your cat no cats don't want to no No. y'all see the thing about the the russian (laughs) cats that there's some international feline federation or something like that <laughs> where they're basically Definitely didn't so, see well, that. Right, so you, you know they've banned like different athletes from russia from competing in events uh-huh. and i think world cup they can't you know russia can't compete in the world cup and whatever mm-hmm. but i saw this story that was talking about how russian cats are not being allowed <laughs> to participate in these oh, competitions no. which is really funny now, oh my god! <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Just the breed Russian cats? Yeah, well, I, or in, they check their papers. Cats, cats no, from Russia? Cats from Russia? Yes, okay, I believe. Okay. Well, Russian I guess I don't know. I don't know. This is definitely a case of me reading a headline. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Didn't, didn't dig into apologize. it too much. No. Apologize. No, I'm not. It's not too late to apologize. It's kind of no. funny, but kind of sad. Well, the picture on it is um, one of those suitcases with the the little windows. Yes. Oh, there's a cat looking out like. Oh, oh no. <laughs> got He's one, got like, like a, one yellow eye. A mustache on. I don't know. Got a little cigar going. Trying not there. to look Russian, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. That's Hi. Yeah. But it says the United Nations Cat Federation. <laughs> what? How is that a thing? Oh, my God. I didn't know there were cat competitions, too. That's like. A what no. are they competing in? What are they I'm doing? I'm sure it's like a dog. Yeah, yeah but cats like, don't like do a dog anything. show, a cat yeah. show. But you can show cats. <laughs> you, you take them out of the suitcase. It's like <laughs> here's my cat. Look, take take this. This is my cat. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, that's a lovely cat. I'm glad you showed that to me. <laughs> okay, and then that's it. <laughs> what? You just always record while we talk. I, I can't see a damn thing. I got my new progressive lenses, and <laughs> of course you it did. is fucking with my eyeballs. How old are you again? 46. Going to be 47 soon. So when did you stop being able to read without glasses? I can read fine without glasses <laughs> then why do you if have it's progressives? up close to me. Wait. Because Hold on. if I... <laughs> Wait so so my, my option would be this. If, oh, he's mad. It, if I want to, <laughs> if I want to see distance things, I could wear single distance single things. focus lenses. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. Right. Yes, so you're n- <laughs> so you're nearsighted. You you're nearsighted. I'm nearsighted. Okay. So if I take my glasses off, I can see up close. The problem is with my distance vision. Uh-huh. If I correct it, things up close are incredibly blurry. What's oh, that your prescription? Sense. I don't know. Why don't you know? Why would I know? How do you know? Well, I will say, if you don't wear contacts, it's less likely you would know your yeah. prescription. Because I look at the numbers mm-hmm. every day. Well, that's how I tell which is left and right mm-hmm. when I need to get a new pair out. But I wonder why, same, <laughs> but I wonder why, because I'm nearsighted, why don't I have that problem? Just because it's, it's not just, bad enough? What do you have a stigmatism? as I get older? No. A bit. Oh, oh, God. I don't have this problem. <laughs> but you might later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it happens to people as they get older. It's, it's age. Everyone I winds am... up with bifocals. Older than you. Is that part part of why you get crankier when you're older? Because you seem crankier now. Was that your you LASIK? Have them. Well, you're hey. asking stupid ass questions. <laughs> That's why. Asking what Ooh. your prescription is is not a stupid ass question, <laughs> and that is something you should know. And you're a nurse. 
Yeah. And I would expect you to yeah, know medical also, details about and yourself. And also, you're wearing progressive lenses and saying you can't see. So why the hell did because you progress them? Because I just them? got them. <laughs> And okay. I'm not adjusting to them well, very well. I do and know I think it takes they're messed a while. up. Okay. It does take a my because uh, mom has them, and I know it takes <laughs> takes a while to get adjust, adjusted. It, to it them. looks like when I turn my head. Uh-huh. Seriously, if when I turn my head like this, and don't Heather's gonna make fun of me because nobody <laughs> just sits and shakes their head like this. But when I'm like moving around to look at something different, everything on the periphery is like warped. It, Ooh. Like it's awful. Does it's it like, give you vertigo. Mm, it gives me headaches. Oh no! <laughs> Wouldn't it be? A better option just to get contacts and then put readers on. When Do you, you know to? that I can't wear contacts? <laughs> oh, oh shit! Uh, I feel like I did because of his blepharitis. Thank you for knowing. That. But is that from LASIK? <laughs> no, it's not from. You're LASIK. just riddled with random ailments. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> like what? <laughs> well, we've got sciatica. Okay. Hip flexors. Not that well, random. That's but... not real, like tight um, hip flexors. Did we make up anemia? <laughs> Are you anemia? Yeah, no, that's what you made up anemia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know. Kidney stones. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll give you that one. Um, and now There's your glasses. Else. Are you rashy? Did I make that up? <laughs> you also no, made that I up. Asked you look like you might be rashy. <laughs> she is feeling all the power dynamic yeah. from this chair. Baldness. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Male patterned baldness. <laughs> Alopecia, is that it? Alopecia, yeah. He's riddled with alopecia. (laughs) I think if you had alopecia, you wouldn't have a beard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wait a minute. Interesting. Is alopecia just to do with the head? (gasps) Or is it everywhere? God, I can't imagine anybody cares. No, okay. Well, maybe not alopecia. A single listening soul even wants cares that question. I guess just blepharitis. Maybe it's not a lot. Yeah, it's just blepharitis. (laughs) It's just blepharitis. (laughs) Sorry. So I lied. Maybe a little mild anemia. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. Tell. (laughs) Okay, so if you could see your computer, though, what were you trying to to read? Were you trying to read something? (laughs) There was a piece that Vanity Fair did. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, I was trying to avoid saying article I because it know. gets you hate it. It, so it gets Danielle real I angry. Hate it. Is this the article I did read though? Yes. <laughs> yes. I read half of it. Angela, and it did took you read me it? two days. No. Okay. It was a very very long article, uh-huh. and honestly, like I, parts I skimmed, and then when I went back over, I thought I don't remember reading that. So mm. I probably didn't ingest all the details, which is fine because nobody wants to hear all the details. But Mm-mm. It was a story about Jerry Falwell Jr., mm-hmm. which, you know, a few years back, you know, he was the president of Liberty University in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I think so. So basically a story came out that he and his wife were part of a thruple. Oh. I didn't know what they call it. Gosh. Yeah. All right. So with some pool yeah. boy from yeah. Florida. No, a, oh, yeah. Yeah, literally a pool, a pool boy, boy from Florida. Mm-hmm. And so. <laughs> it sounds like something from. Legally blonde. The righteous gemstones. So the story was that he would like to watch his wife with this pool boy. Mm-hmm. And that's part of their thing. Now, he has denied that, continues to deny that. However, his wife does not deny that she had an affair with the kid. Right. So mm-hmm. who knows what's actually real here. But he knew about the affair mm-hmm. and 
was okay with it. Well, wasn't okay with it. Uh, it said something in the article that he tried, uh, pardon me, in the piece, that he tried <laughs> to, he got a trainer and tried to get in shape and do stuff like that because he Aww. was, you know, he thought maybe his physique or something was the reason his wife was. Can I Can I just note what a what a gender switch this is because usually it's the other way around right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's the husband who's cheating mm-hmm. and the wife is like yeah probably know, so. feels let not me, good enough tighten my shit up mm-hmm. yeah i kind of like that it's reversed is that bad <laughs> <laughs> we don't that like bad? that an affair was occurring oh, no but, but like if, the, if the, an affair is yes. gonna happen i just like that the wife's the one that got hers, <laughs> got hers. <laughs> sorry <Gosh>. go on <laughs> Support Jerry's lifting them dumbbells. <laughs> <laughs> right. So anyway, he he stepped down from his position. But this article just kind of, I think now that he's out of the position he was in, I think he feels more freedom to like actually talk about how he really felt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jerry Falwell Sr. was a crackpot. I yeah. mean, and he was essentially, I think a lot of people consider him to be like sort of the founder of the uh right wing what am i trying to say the religious right mm. yes you know and, and yeah. what's funny is in the article they go back and read you some lovely quotes from jerry falwell senior where he was talking about brown versus the board of education and stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. and he says you know when god's i'm paraphrasing but when god's drawn a line of distinction we shouldn't yeah. you know break that distinction so basically <gasps> reinforcing that black yeah. people and white people should not be in school together yeah. mm-hmm. oh, racist piece of shit my gosh yes, yes. uh-huh so um but anyway just hearing him talk about how his father's brand of religion was not really something he ever truly believed in and then basically saying that his dad really behind closed doors was not the same mm-hmm. person saying that like uh. you know liberty didn't allow people to drink alcohol but he said his dad would down a whole bottle of nyquil like yeah. you know so oh basically gosh. looking for alternatives and yeah. substitutes for mm-hmm. anyway i don't know i just i think in in light of I, we had the conversation a couple of weeks ago where i mentioned that at some level i think all of us are sort of like having a little bit of a spiritual deconstruction mm-hmm. and trying although to... don't say deconstruction that's a real trigger word mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no well for people <laughs> I mean, either way, yeah. I, ha- having some reprocessing re- everything, <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's use that word that won't upset people. Yeah. Or not even re, just process. Oh, processing. <laughs> right? Yes, but we're starting know. over. <laughs> I, I think. I think the thing is, you, for me at least, seeing that these prominent figures, who I never felt comfortable with, seeing them basically. I mean, honestly, I'm going to say it like this guy's come out to me as a f- complete fraud. Mm-hmm. And he's the guy that um, I think it was Barr that worked for Trump on his campaign mm-hmm. that basically said that he thinks Jerry Falwell Jr. won Trump the election uh, and that he when everybody expected him to endorse Ted Cruz, he endorsed Donald Trump. And mm-hmm. Trump was, you know, I mean, it goes on to outline like all the issues with trump that grab them by the pussy line and all the stuff what do you mean issues with trump (laughs) (laughs) what the the things that make a person like me who identifies as a christian wonder what i'm missing that all the other people who identify as christians Mm -hmm. are putting their full support behind him yeah yeah and not just 
because they think he's going to be best for the economy, but like they feel like he's like a good person, the defender of our faith the and second our coming. whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know. It was just, it was a very good article. It was well written. Um, I feel like it was somewhere where it could have been. I feel like unfair. It would have been easy to be unfair to him or to be mm-hmm. harsh on him. I didn't necessarily feel like they took him to task. Um, but I think obviously just by recounting the facts, it sort of yeah. sort of villainizes him to some yeah. degree. But I don't know. It is a different when you grew up fundamentalist, which we pretty much did. Yeah, I'm not talking yeah. about the racist pieces of any mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. But there is kind of like a coming out of sorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not equating that to actually, you know, coming out gay. I know that that has its own, you know, set of things that comes with it. I'm not saying it's the same, but it's an, it's just like, I don't know how else yeah. to describe it. Mm-hmm. Like a coming out when mm-hmm. you say that you don't believe that way anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it can be scary to say that. It can. I mean, it's very, you don't know who's going to still stand beside you after you've said it. And it's not that you don't believe anything, it's you don't believe it the way it was taught to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with fundamentalism, it's like, well, okay, well, then you might as well be an atheist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if your theology's slightly off, you're damned to hell. Yep. It's true. Yeah. But I know, there's, I feel like this is a... You wouldn't think of it as an enlightenment because it looks like people leaving their faith, but I don't think it is. I just think it's people reclaiming it. I think it's people and being it. honest about what they really mm-hmm. think. Well, and digging for themselves and studying and trying yeah. to figure out, wait a minute, if I'm going to own this, I need to know every aspect of it. Uh-huh. And it's okay to question. And not being afraid to call these leaders on their bullshit. Mm-hmm. No well, more blind following. That I think that's the biggest thing for me is... It was this, whoever the pastor is or whatever, they're on this pedestal and they are the end all be all. Mm-hmm. And if they say it, it is so. Mm-hmm. And more and more, it's coming out that these people are leading double lives. Mm-hmm. And I Almost. just Almost can't. all of them. Yes. I mean, at least the prominent ones, like I feel like you're constantly finding stuff. And, you know, it's the whole absolute power or power corrupts absolute Mm -hmm. power corrupts absolutely Mm -hmm. i think the more prestige you get the more power the more fame it's so hard to not fall prey to all the trappings of celebrity and whatever and like Mm -hmm. carl lentz from hillsong Mm -hmm. uh new york i mean you know he was the guy that was hanging out with justin bieber and there was a Mm -hmm. period of time when you know, I guess we haven't really talked about it on this show that I used to be a worship pastor at a church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was the guy up on stage singing yeah. songs every morning. <laughs> Voice of an angel. Oh, so beautiful. Um, God rest its soul. Um, but, uh, you know, just seeing him, like I used to, I mean, we used to sing Hillsong mm-hmm, tunes at church all the mm-hmm. time. I thought that church was amazing and may still be amazing. A lot of, I mean, I think a lot of good stuff has come out of there yeah, for, sure. for sure. But, this guy turns out that he was, I mean, pretty much he, he fell victim to it. He mm-hmm. was having an affair. Um, apparently the people now inside the church are saying that he was not accessible to the the people of the church. Like he ran it like he was a celebrity who had a green room and went back there and wasn't out there, you know, mm-hmm. available to the people in his congregation. He was yeah. just, he was just a celebrity. So I don't know. It's... Well, I think the problem is, and this is not across the board, you don't want to ever generalize, mm-hmm. but what appears to be the, the ones that are out in the forefront 
is that it's a business. It's become oh, a business, yeah. at least 100%. in the West. In the West, yeah, um, the Western Church, and so there's marketing, and mm-hmm. there's you know, I don't know. It's like you're trying to make it appealing to everybody. Well, yeah, and when it ta- on the Falwell article, it specifically mentioned that as Jerry Senior was getting older and figuring out what he was going to do with his church and with his college and all that stuff, he had another son. Uh, named Jonathan, who was more of the, he believed all the same stuff his dad believed. He was a preacher and all that. So he handed the church over to Jonathan, but he handed the college over to his, to Jerry and basically said, never let Jonathan handle the business or something like that. Mm-hmm. And basically oh, was gosh. like, you're the shrewd business I savvy know. one. Mm-hmm. But it's funny that... Because there's no room for Christianity in business. It's just true. Yeah. Because you would give it all away if you really believed what you were saying. Mm-hmm. And it may... Uh, to some degree, yeah, yes. I, I'm telling you, these mega churches that have coffee shops and, you know, huge lobbies with waterfalls and fireplaces, mm-hmm. the fact that they are closed on nights where it is below freezing with homeless people outside... Let's you know it is a business. They don't truly care and mean what they say. Sorry, that was a little bit of a rant. But it's for, it doesn't make me mad anymore. I just always felt like it was off and that everyone there was kind of duplicitous. Mm-hmm. And now it's just kind of, there's, it's just obvious mm-hmm. to me yeah. anyways. Now, I would say this because now we're going to, we might have to argue with each other. We might. Which is always a good listen. It is. But... <laughs> Do you open your house up to people, homeless people on cold nights? I don't have the resources for security. I know, but they might yeah. say or, the same thing too. Yes, they do have the resources. If you, you have, have the, the resources yeah. for waterfalls yeah. and fireplaces and stores, you have the resources to, to have security to make sure that the people there are safe. A hundred percent. You cannot convince but me But also otherwise. she's not going out making a statement. Like the church yeah. is... I'm not a Christian. When, when you <laughs> say well. you're the church, yes, encompassed in that statement is you care for the least of these. You're caring right. for the poor and right. the sick and the widow and the orphan and whatever else it may be. That is the definition of, like, that is what the church does. Yes. So if you are the church and you do have the resources and these massive churches do, and like what she's saying, I mean, I know it's a very specific example, mm-hmm. but I think you could apply that in lots of different ways, but they're not actually doing it. That's different than going, well, are you opening your house? That's different. Totally different. But he probably verbalized a question that someone may be listening (laughs) and going, well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, again, I would say, too, that you have to draw the distinction between, you know, we would say the big big C church, little C church. Mm -hmm. The big C church being the people of God, the little C church being like just the building and Mm -hmm. whatever. But that's that's Mm -hmm. why, in my mind, it's a business. Yeah, mm-hmm. the church, the big—I forgot how you said it. <laughs> big C, mm-hmm. yeah. Big C is all the all the people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. the little C business. Church. No, the little C. The little, little C, C church is oh, the okay, business. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And I think yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah, okay yeah, yeah. to say the church is run like a business because uh-huh. it is. Yeah. I mean, you can't. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna if have a building paid and employees, and yeah, it's a business. But then, it's more than a building. We are talking. There is a couple yeah. churches here in Dallas where they would not want a homeless person in there because it would. 
not it would upset the vibe of mm-hmm. the people there on their laptops working drinking coffee mm-hmm. you know doing whatever the hell they're doing in there mm-hmm. <laughs> so i'm a little more bitter than the average person <laughs> but it's true like it's a yes. scene it's mm-hmm. you're there to be seen you're there to be this person and in my opinion like pretend to be this person well i've had somebody i won't name the church but someone was like you don't want to go there it's like you know new york fashion week when you walk Uh, in and if you don't if you're not dressed like they are you're not going to feel like you fit in And i'm like what is happening and Uh i know there are churches because like angel said we don't want to generalize there are churches that aren't like this and there can still be good people within the churches that mm-hmm. are like and this. And are. Sure. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. But it's just become, I don't know, it's just become too much. It, it's a, it's become like it might be the minority, but it feels like the majority because mm-hmm. it's so loud, which is yeah. generally yeah. what yeah. happens with anything extreme. Yeah. But because of the metroplex we live in, there are like... This is a commonality to us to on the drive, depending on what route you take. You can drive uh-huh. by several mega churches yeah. on the route from Danielle's house to the far north. <laughs> well, and I have to because Jordan and I have talked about this before, but like the whole money aspect and the salaries of some of these pastors. And I'm like, I find myself getting angry and upset if I, you know, find out they're making millions or what or I don't know if y'all follow the Instagram account preachers and sneakers I don't know how I've heard of it I've heard of it but you know you've got these pastors who are wearing two thousand dollar shoes or whatever else and I'm like is that wrong like am I just is it coming from I don't feel jealous but like is it jealousy that I'm like why why do they have that much money or is it like this it's unsettling because it doesn't feel right for a position that you assume is based on like humility and loving mm-hmm. and caring for people and then you're rolling in money. It, it's a really tricky, like to draw that line of distinction and be like, this amount of wealth is okay, but once you step over yeah. this, where do you draw that line? Right. I don't know. But yes, I mean, I think almost everybody feels a little uncomfortable when you see a pastor up in on stage wearing Louis Vuitton Mm -hmm. sneakers or whatever that you know costs like four thousand dollars like to me that's it it is excess that's where in my mind I would draw the line like that's too much you know and that's the thing there's nothing wrong with having a lot of money and wearing labels there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with it Mm -hmm. What's wrong with it is the over the top rhetoric that's coming out of their mouths that doesn't match their lives, mm-hmm. what their life, their bleh, their Lifestyle. life mm-hmm. style, thank you, mm-hmm. and everything else. And that's why it's just kind of like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, all right, you <laughs> <laughs> go on. I don't know. Well, I've gotten to the point where, and this isn't just with celebrity pastors or people in churches in general but i probably with my own self that i think you just realize how easy it is to put on a show for people and to act one way but to know that all right underneath the surface that's not what i'm thinking that's not necessarily really who i am exactly and so i just i've gotten to the point where i'm like i'd rather just let people see me for what I am, exactly. flaws included. Mm-hmm. And if they have a problem with it, you know, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. you know, at least I know I'm giving you reality versus uh-huh. a highly curated, you know, mm-hmm. um, glimpse of what I 
want you to think I am. Well, yeah, so. being willing to say, I'm a work in progress. Mm-hmm. This is me. These are my flaws. Mm-hmm. I'm working, mm-hmm. you know, on bettering myself, but I'm not going to pretend to be who you want me to be. But mm-hmm. our generation, that wasn't okay. No. So, the, you know, the church of the, I know we talk mm-hmm. about decades, but it's true. The 80s and the 90s church was you have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. If you're being a good Christian, then your life will be look like this. And that's why there's all this, all the stuff behind the walls because mm-hmm. there was no grace to not be perfect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you have to have it all together or something's wrong with you. Yeah. Basically. That's exhausting. And so then there's the cracking and the crumbling of like, you can't sustain a life like that. No. And that's not what it was meant to be anyway. So we're the 80s and 90s kids who are retraining <laughs> our brains uh-huh. to say it's okay to not have it all together. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to tell people the truth and how they feel about it is on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them and where they are in their lives. So that's hard. That's a long process. Yeah. It is. Therapy's good. much freer. <laughs> It's far less exhausting. Hey, deconstruction, even though it's a taboo word, is the most beautiful thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because being rebuilt is so much better. 100%. Good word, Ange. Oh, God. (laughs) Good word. Good word. Snaps for Angela. Snaps. Lots of therapy. Yep. (laughs) All right. Let's, uh, I think we're just done, aren't we? Yeah, that yeah, was a lot. So. That was a lot, y'all. That was, that was a little bit more serious. That was. Morning yeah. chat. It's very cloudy it outside. It's probably because of Jordan's attic. glasses. <laughs> I think it was sleeted there for a minute. It did. There was, I, yes. What glad was that? You didn't is that anything. what that sound was? Yeah, I don't know what's happening. There was some sleep. A lot has gone on. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little creepy. Weird weather. Yeah. <laughs> some gel rain. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Danielle, you want to do that yeah. thing? Yeah. Like, listen, and follow. We love a rating as well as a comment. Um, you can give us a call at 469-389-2773. I always initially want to say my own number. One of these <laughs> days I'm going to say my own telephone number. Um, and join us every Monday. We got to figure out what we're going to do when you have a baby. I know. We might have to take some weeks off. Oh, we, may. No. we may have to. Or y'all will just have to be okay with potentially being interrupted oh, oh we could have well, we could have a listeners. baby in here with baby y'all sounds. should be okay with that i'm not even talking about <laughs> you Jeez. i don't know if i could be well, bothered now I with know that why, where y'all stand <laughs> no no i was thinking have the baby up here and have the little baby yeah, like, sounds it's a business danielle it's a business it is a business <laughs> bring your baby to work it is <laughs> business in decline <laughs> yeah okay well next week yeah. okay. all right see you next bye. week bye bye, bye.